Well, if you want your hockey team to play well, just yell at them on a podcast for three days straight. Nashville Predators get a 7-3 win over the Buffalo Sabres, and a couple of people that absolutely needed to step up did just that. We'll talk about how the Preds beat the Sabres today on the Locked on Predators podcast. Your Locked On Predators, your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Predators your first listen of the day every single day. We are your free daily Nashville Predators podcast available to you wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. I'm Nick Morgan. I'm a writer and editor at OnTheForeCheck.com, and I have a partner in crime. You do. I'm Ann Kimmel. I'm a writer and editor at InsideThePreds.com. Today's show is also brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Well, Anne, we did not have some very kind things to say about the Nashville Predators in the past couple of shows. I guess that worked. It works. It works. Optimists, (laughs) but if you want results, people... Sometimes you just got to throw your hockey team under the bus. Yeah, sometimes we we always refer to it as sometimes you have to slap it down on the ugly table. Sometimes you got to say the words that nobody wants to hear. So we just, that's what we did. And here's what I love. Somebody's listening. I'm not necessarily saying that it's John Hines and the Nashville Predators, but. But you're not not saying it's John Hines. I'm not not saying it's not them either. Because did we not, did we not say specifically here, you know, here is certain Nashville Predator player, here is what we need from you. And we said it in a firm but loving voice. And and then guess what happened? He did pretty well, didn't he? He did pretty darn good, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So let's talk about the game, shall we? Because there is a lot to get to Preds went up two nothing in the first uh, goal by Phil Tomasino goal by Matt Duchesne assisted by Phil Tomasino. They assisted on each other's goal. Yay. Twinsies. Dylan Cousins got one back for the Sabres, but then the floodgates opened for the Predators Four unanswered goals in the second period could have been five. It was six to two at the end of second Buffalo got one back. Uh, in the third period to make it 6-3, but Matt Duchesne, second of the night, ices it with an empty net goal. 7-3, the final score. Preds get a much-needed win. Sabres continue to slide. And your one word to describe last night's game. My one word to describe last night's game is intermezzo. I went fancy and Italian on y'all. Okay. So intermezzo, it means like pause or break, but I'm specifically referring to that little tiny dish of sorbet, just one or two scoops of a very neutral, light flavored sorbet that is served in between courses when you go to a fancy schmancy restaurant, the intermezzo. And you do it to cleanse the palate. So if, say, you have, you know, an appetizer or a first course, and it's, I'm sure it's lovely and delightful. 
Um, but then they'll bring you out your intermezzo. And usually it's like maybe like a light lemon flavor or like a really light mint flavor. Just one or two little scoops. Sometimes it's not sorbet. Sometimes they bring you like a little liqueur or a wine, which, you know, who's going to complain about that? But they bring you an intermezzo that cleanses the palate and it also sets you up to more fully enjoy your next course. And this game to me was a total intermezzo for the Nashville Predators. Look, their appetizer, that game against the Rangers, that was unsavory, my friends. That left a very bad taste in everybody's mouth from the fans still hoping for this playoff run to clearly the players and the Nashville Predators team. They did not like that performance. And so this game really was a cleanse the palate performance. This was a, we're going to get rid of everything that just happened because the main course for the Nashville Predators is coming up. They, we've talked about it. They have a very challenging final stretch here, regardless of playoff race, not playoff race. This is a team that's got a lot of challenging games coming up and they really needed to cleanse the palate. They needed to shake off. Like we said, they needed to Taylor Swift that seven, nothing loss. And they did it with this fantastic intermezzo game. So for me, what a palate cleanse light, oh. minty and delightful. And now we all want sorbet on this wonderful morning, don't we? I mean, seriously, it would be really good. Well, it's basically a smoothie, just frozen. Yeah, just little. And they and it usually comes in the cutest little bowls with the daintiest little spoons. I mean, it's just like yeah. the experience is it lovely. Is, it's an Instagram breakfast. I think you've sold me on go getting a sorbet here at 8 o'clock in the morning. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. And to me, those, the one word that I use is faulty printer. Now, yes, if you're in the office, you've probably had problems with your printer. Everybody's trying to print. You go over to the printer and nothing's coming out. Everybody's standing in line. There's like a little red dot blinking. And you're like, what, what is this nonsense? What is going on? And so, you know, you hire the, the, the office maintenance guy comes in, he fixes the printer, replaces the ink toner, whatever's wrong with it, fixes the paper jam, closes the thing, presses the little button. And what's the first thing that happens after you fix a faulty printer? Everything you've tried to print <laughs> over the last 24 hours, just all of a sudden just comes shooting out of that printer, just one right after another. You have like hundreds of pieces of paper. And boy, the Nashville Predators found a way to fix that faulty printer, didn't they? Yes. You, know, you had all this run of bad games. It just wasn't working. You couldn't get anything going scoring-wise. Defense, you couldn't really stop anybody and then all of a sudden something happened the predators fixed their game a little bit helped playing against a bad team but they paid for it with just goal after goal after goal after goal after highlight real play yes and that felt very cathartic for a nashville predators fan and, I, and again this is this is just one win but there's a lot in this game that you have to like you know, in the context of just watching a young team try to develop and grow. Uh, and so, you know, for me, that was the big takeaway is just after all, you know, this bad last week where it's just, you know, bad game after bad game, all of a sudden, 
you know, the predators just let out all of that paper that had been stuck behind that paper jam <laughs> for the last yes. 24 hours, got rid of the red light and just threw everything they had at that Buffalo net and every goal that they had, they just racked up. I love that visual because that is exactly what this game was. It was like paper after paper. It was goal after goal, just flying out of that printer. That's a, that's a great visual. Yeah. yeah. Uh, somebody who's worked in an office a couple of times. <laughs> yes. Everybody can understand. relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, more to talk about this game, including a highlight of a couple of players that stood up. That top line for the Nashville Predators deserves a nice deep dive as does the play of Luke Evangelista more on their games in just a second. Plus something the Predators need to improve on as they head through the rest of the season playoffs or not talk about that in a second, but first want to mention again, today's show brought to you by fan dual sports book. It's here folks. The final 16 teams of the NCAA basketball tournament, which means if you need to make some money off of some games, you're going to want to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And if you're new, even better. That's because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to a $1,000 back. And that's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. All you have to do is download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Safe, secure, super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything. Money line point scores, player props, like how many rebounds a certain player is going to have, and more exclusive bets like the two by three, which is two three-pointers scored in the first three minutes. And if you want, FanDuel lets you combine your bets for a chance at an even bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. When you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, get FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, Ann, what did you see from the Predators' 7-3 win? over the Buffalo Sabres last night that we need to talk about. The one thing that I want to talk about that maybe isn't necessarily an on ice visual that everybody remembers, but just an overarching thing that I was impressed with is just the maturity that this team came out with for being a young team. And again, shout out to Ryan Patrick McDonough, who did return to the lineup. And and we can talk about that too, because I think that was huge on a number of levels, but you're looking at a team that has really been through it from the trade deadline to changes in the franchise to, you know, players coming in, young players stepping up injuries. This has really been a a rocky time. And then to have a game like they had against the Rangers where they were so outmatched and so outgunned, they were beat by a touchdown. You know, it's very difficult to make, the mental transition and just the on ice corrections that you need to make. Now I am not at all saying that the Buffalo Sabres are the same team as the New York Rangers, but the Sabres have showed um, they've showed that they're a competitive team at times. They're kind of struggling right now, but this, this was a win that Nashville needed to do sort of the off ice mental reset work. And that's, that's a maturity thing to be able to shake off what had happened against the Rangers to come back out on the ice. They didn't take the ice 
very tentatively at all, I thought, against Buffalo. They just came back out. It was like the page had been turned, and they were in the game they were in. And I think sometimes for younger players, you can hang on to mistakes, especially if you're feeling like, I'm trying so hard to make this roster. I'm trying so hard to prove I'm an NHL player. And I think veterans sometimes can get caught in that same thing, you know, where they not don't necessarily feel like they have to earn their spot, but they also feel like they have to take their game to the next level. And if they make mistakes, how do you bounce back and being discouraged? This team really turned the page on this game and, and it impressed me. It showed a lot of maturity, I think, for the team to get to a place where fresh game because you have to do that. And that's where I think something like the veteran presence of Brian McDonough being back in the lineup matters. It matters on the ice because let's face it, he is an anchor. He and Roman Yossi are anchors defensively. And I think just there's a calming presence to having that kind of a veteran on the ice with you. But I also think this is a guy who can say to them, look, I'm telling you, you're going to have games like this. You know, I'm sure Ryan Patrick had games like that when he was on his way to winning Stanley Cups. So I think just it's such a great, encouraging win when you see this team being able to balance the challenges of being made up of both veterans and youth. So for me, it was just, it was a really, um, it was an encouraging look at a team that's, that's working to grow. Yeah. And more than anything, it's also a, you know, I guess in the context of a playoff game, a apps, a game you absolutely needed to win. If you're the Nashville Predators, Uh, you know, the Jets won last night, so they're still ahead of the Predators, but the Predators are are keeping pace. And, you know, like, again, we, we're, there's some teams in front of the Preds that aren't playing too hot right now. And, uh, it's we're going to talk about this more coming up later in the week, but I mean, the goal for the Nashville Predators is if you fix some of the things on ice that you need to fix, maybe those results come naturally. And I think that's where the Nashville Predators are right now, are right now, because look, you know, they were scoring not that great, you know, over the past few games. And so, you know, they hadn't struggled to really get anything offensive going and then you talk about that first line, uh, which was, you know, you had Phil Tomasino, Cody Glass, and Matt Duchesne. That line tore it up. And we yes. need to talk about Matt Duchesne. And because, you know, we, I think both of us had kind of said some not very keen words. Matt we slapped Duchesne. it on the ugly table. We slapped it on the ugly table. Yeah, o- over the past mm-hmm. couple of podcasts, just because, you know, in terms of, you know, players that needed to step up, he was one of them that needed to step up, just wasn't really taking his game to the next level with all these people out. And, you know, you saw him flip that switch last night. Yeah. I mean, great defensive play, you know, to steal that puck in the neutral zone on that first Preds goal set up Phil Tomasino, finished off the second goal, a good play. Glad Cody Glass is okay after that hit because uh, can't really handle any more Preds injuries at the moment. Uh, And then, you know, he got the empty net goal at the end. So, you know, you have a three-point night for Matt Duchesne. Uh, You know, it was kind of a, you know, faulty printer situation for him too. You know, he had been, you know, kept off the the score sheet a, a lot 
uh, yes. over the past little bit. And then all of a sudden, you know, you get a prime opportunity against a good team, but a team that's been struggling and you are able to find your game. And that's big because you know what? Maybe now he's got some confidence moving forward. And when the Predators do, you know, start facing the Seattle Kraken later this week, when they face, you know, the Dallas Stars later on the road, Boston next week, you know, some of these tough teams, you know, games like this, it's against the Buffalo Sabres. I get it, but it's a game that can give you confidence and help you find your groove as a team. And I know people say things like momentum is overrated, but I, I disagree with that. If you can yeah. find your form, regardless of who it's against, you know, you're going to have a little bit more confidence, a little bit more jump in your step going into some of these tougher games. Well, and Matt Duchesne, is important to the Nashville Predators if they want to win. He hadn't scored a goal since March 2nd against the Florida Panthers. Since that game, the Predators have averaged 2.11 goals per game in the nine games between the Florida game where Matt Duchesne last scored and last night's game. They're, they're winning games or losing games two to one, or they're scoring a goal. They were shut out in that Period, you know, that point in time, they had one five goal game against Anaheim, but they weren't producing offensively. When Matt Duchesne is on, he makes a difference for this team offensively. And he's one of those players that you need to be productive offensively, whether it is setting up Phil Tomasino like he did on that first goal, or whether it is finishing his, you know, his goal. Um, he also had, just for the record, and throwing no shade at Cody Glass, he did have another goal that was taken off the board for offside. But man, did Cody Glass try to have a last leg yeah. <laughs> to stay offside, bless. But you have to have Matt Duchesne scoring. When Matt Duchesne is scoring, this team is so much more productive. So it was a really big, important game for Matt Duchesne and for the Nashville Predators. Yeah. Uh, and on the other side of that, Luke Evangelista, what a game for him. His best game of four point night for him by far. I think the MVP of this game and, yeah. uh, you know, it's just, it, it's wild just to kind of see him in what he's been able to do in such a short time for the Nashville Predators. Uh, you know, that puts him up to nine points in 11 games played, which is, you know, a great pace for somebody who's, pay, you know, playing his first couple NHL games. Uh, but, you know, I've talked about this so many times before with Evangelista, you know, whether he's scoring or not, it's just how he plays yes. when he's out there. He is balls to the MF and wall and come on now. I mean, this guy, there's, there's no quit in him. Like he gets the puck and says YOLO and just goes right towards the net. And it's funny. I think he might have been gone, and but one of the people I compared him to was like, you know, the early Victor Arvidsson years. Yes. For Nashville yes. Predators, where it's just he gets the puck and just goes to the net. Like there's no like, you know, looking around, skating around. He gets the puck. He can be 20 feet back in his own zone. And he's like, I'm scoring a goal. Like, yes. I don't care. Like, the puck is on my stick right now. I'll shoot it from here. Yeah. Like, I am scoring on this play. And that's what you want from, you know, a goal scorer, from a playmaker like Evangelista. 
Yeah, I love that about him. He is very Victor Arvidsson-esque in that regard. I would agree with you. I also think he was really important to the team last night because that first goal that he scored was an answer back goal. You know, yeah. it was two to one and you can almost think, okay, is this team going to cave? You've talked about this before. Previously in this season, the Nashville Predators had a problem when they would get punched in the mouth. Luke Evangelista just wipes his little mouth off and he's like, okay, well, I can do that too. I mean, he answered back with a goal in less than a minute and you need somebody who just doesn't blink. Yeah. Nobody has told Luke Evangelista that maybe he's not ready for the NHL. Nobody's told him that. He has no idea. He just knows I'm here, I belong, and YOLO. And it's it's a fun thing to see. I think that energy is so good for this team right now. I think it's good for the other young players. I also think it's great for the veterans. Yeah, I, I think so too. You know, you have somebody that can kind of jump up and you know, kind of help you through the, those next steps. I mean, you know, that's that's why it's important for guys like Matt Duchesne to have the games that they had last night on a consistent basis because, you know, if if you're the veteran on the team and your play is better, chances are the players you're playing with, you know, whether it's on the power play, whether you're, you're on your normal five-on-five five lines, whatever it is, chances are that's going to rub off on some of these young players. And we saw that last night so good effort all around uh we need to talk about the end of the game and what can take away from yet another predators game in which they seems that they were just on their back heels for you know basically all of the second half we'll do that in just one second so if you are needing some veteran presence in your business like Matt Duchesne, or you want to get some young energy going in your business, you need a little Luke Evangelista. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applicants that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process. You can find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match assessments and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description. And you can invite them to apply right away. Plus, you only pay for quality applications that meet your must-have requirements. You can join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. So start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash locked on. Offers valid through March 31st. Again, go to Indeed.com dot com slash locked on to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. That's indeed.com slash locked on terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed. All right. And uh, if there was a down part of this game, uh, the game was pretty much out of hand at this point, but I would say maybe from the five minute mark of the second period onward this game seemed to be all Buffalo Sabres in terms of offensive chances. They got a couple of goals, uh, including a power play one from Tage Thompson. 
you know, Jeff Skinner made it six to three after it was six to two, you know, early in the third period. I think some of us, it was almost six to four right after that. UC Saros came up with a couple of big saves. And I think at that point, we were all like, all right, this, this is going to be a thing, isn't it? Uh, luckily, you know, it didn't get too out of hand, but how concerned should we be that yet again, it seems like the Nashville Predators were playing God help us. Let's do what we can defense for the entirety of that second half of the game. It was a little bit concerning because Buffalo is one of those teams. They're a very emotional team. And I think we saw the negative side of that and the positive side of that in the sense that Buffalo, when they went down um, in that second period by multiple goals, they kind of were like, oh, but once they got a goal and they started pushing back, it's a team you don't want to hand momentum off to. Nashville has to work on controlling the narrative of the games that they are leading in. They really did sort of, um, we call it turtling. They sort of turtled. It was a premature turtle in this game. You know, I understand it in the third period, you do want to play to protect a lead and you don't want to risk, you know, you don't want to overplay and risk trying to create offense for the sake of letting a team back in the game. But this wasn't really that. And if you look at like the Corsi for the, the time of possession, you know, Nashville in control, they had possession 65% of the time in the first period. And then it was down to 45% in the second and then 30% in the third. And it's not necessarily that 30% in the third because Nashville really was kind of playing a more defensive game, but it's that 45% in the second period. You cannot take your foot off the gas when you are playing any team, but especially a team like Buffalo. And as the Predators look ahead at the end of this season, these are teams that if you just sort of sit back, they are going to pounce on that. So I think there's definitely a lesson and, and a correction to be made for the Nashville Predators going ahead when you're looking at something like letting up just a little bit in, in the game too early. Yeah, and maybe it doesn't exactly hurt you in these kind of games right? when the score is so out of hand. But remember, this has kind of been a habit of Nashville Predators for a while, you know, and that's part of it. You know, in close games, that's when we say like that adversity hits where, you know, the Preds get hit in the mouth, yes. give up a goal, and it kind of gets away from them a little bit. And they're sitting on that back foot in, in a way that kind of, you know, is what happened Last night, you know, the, the Sabres made it 6-2 and that gave them some momentum. And, you know, that's the thing is part of it, you know, you watch these games and part of it is just, you know, the Sabres trying to throw everything they can at the net and turn things going. But, you know, you watch some of the sequences, too, and I can't remember exactly who the players were involved were, but it was just they could not get the puck out of their own zone. There's a play in which, you know, I can't, again, I can't remember who it was off the top of my head, but was carrying the puck, not looking around. And one of the Sabres just went whoop and just yes. skated right in front of him and took it off his stick. You know, you have another one where, you know, you're trying to make that first pass out of the zone. It just misses uh, its intended target by a mile. Sabres get that. So it's, you know, part of it is, yes, the Sabres are putting some more pressure on doing that, but there's a lot of still self-inflicted mistakes in those back half of the games, especially after, you know, this, this Sabres score to try to get some momentum going. So 
that is a big area of concern. I think that's that's the next thing I think the Nashville Predators need to fix. And it's weird, Anne, because you know, when when they go down like two to one and they just start throwing whatever they can on the net, you know, you, you don't notice those mistakes. You see a lot of motivation. It's when the Preds have the lead. Yes. And you gotta play the same way. Regardless, so you've got to play your game and you've got to prepare for the other team making some adjustments. If I'm John Hines, that's the next big thing I think I'm looking at yeah. in, in regards to this team. One of the things that John Hines says a lot um, post games is he talks about, you know, my message to the team is you don't get too high, you don't get too low. And I think that they're getting that when it comes to the big picture game to game. But I think there is a truth in that, like you're talking about in game. Don't get too high, don't get too low. And I think Nashville really was excited about how they were playing. They were excited about how they were scoring. Look, they were way um, outscoring. They were like way out shooting their goal. Like in expected goals, Buffalo was ahead in after this game. Buffalo had more expected goals for than Nashville did, but Nashville was just finishing the deal. Um but I think when you start gaining that momentum and especially after having such a rough Rangers loss and come in and you perform well, you can almost get too high in that game. Like you're talking about, you can almost lose sight of, wait a minute, you know, it's six, three, this could turn on a dime and become a, a two goal game. And who knows what could happen then? So I agree with you that let's not get too high. Don't get too low. That's a great big picture, but I think now they really need to work on that in 60 minutes of hockey on the ice as well. Yeah, uh, and they have two big games coming up to do that. Huge. It is a back-to-back -back showdown against the Seattle Kraken. Again, why the NHL? This isn't like rescheduled games or anything. The no. NHL scheduled two back-to-back -back games against the Seattle Kraken. Not a home-and-home, -home, just both at Bridgestone Arena. Uh, I guess somebody in the NHL scheduling office is a big baseball fan and wanted to see a weekend <laughs> series. Uh, but, you know, the Seattle Kraken, they beat Dallas last night. They're they're sliding a little bit. Um, you know, that's that's is going to be a, a big game Huge. for the playoff chase. And again, you know, I, I hate to sound like a broken record, but. You know, yes, the Predators are in the playoff chase. That shouldn't be their main goal. Their main Agreed. goal should just be looking at this team, all the young people on it, and just going game to game and, you know, kind of improving little things here, little things there, and make sure you're doing that game to game. Seattle's going to be a big test for that. And, uh, you know, we, we'll be talking with Erica Ayala about that tomorrow on the Locked on Predators podcast. She's the host of Locked on Crackett, and so we'll get some insight from there. I am uh, still there's chewing on the one thing she said that Dave Haxtell said about Ellie Tolvanen. There, these are yeah. things I can lose sleep over, so y'all really need to tune in because lots of insight. Yeah, I was also going to tease the whole Ellie Tolvanen was in Seattle thing. You know, it feels like a big central part of that conversation <laughs> and something yeah. I think people will probably want to hear about. Yeah, yeah. 
It yeah. won't upset you at all, Nashville Predators fans. Yeah. So that's coming up tomorrow. Uh, we we have a feeling. Trust us, you're going to want to hear part of this you conversation. Uh, Anne, where can people find your work? You can find my work online at InsideThePreds.com. You can find me on Twitter at ANK underscore Mama on Ice. You can find me at OnTheForeCheck.com. Follow me on Twitter at underscore NSMorgan. Follow the podcast on Twitter as well, LO underscore Predators. However you're listening to us right now, whether you're streaming us on YouTube or listening on your favorite podcasting platform, be sure to subscribe. That way you'll be notified whenever we have new stuff out for you. That's going to do it for us on today's Locked on Predators podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen of the day. Back tomorrow with an all-new episode. See you then.